who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I am Alex and then this week I'm joined by Del Driver. Hello. Daniel Creeper. Hello. And me, Alex Simmons. That's my full name. I'm not just Alex. <laughs> Maybe I'm just... No middle name? Alex. No, I, no, I don't have a middle name. I feel I'm, like we've my, done this bit before yeah, talking about middle names. My full name is uh, Clive. No. No. Alex, that'll be Alexander, my middle name. Alexander the Great. <laughs> you're saying for somebody from history. I'm excited. I haven't oh, been on Alexander, the, Alexander the Great. I haven't been on the podcast for ages. You're going to be free so associating for the next 90 minutes. Doesn't work Strap for me. yourself in. I just say Dale Winton. That's about all I got. So, yeah. Got Dale Winton inside no. you. <laughs> Ready to break out. <laughs> I hope I haven't. Good. As far as I'm aware, I don't. Are you nice. harnessing your inner Winton? I can if needs be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Hang on the wall. I don't know what else he did. Supermarket sweep. Supermarket sweep. Petters win prizes. Yeah. Well, the trinity of British game shows. That's it. You've covered it. Well, he did uh, the lottery. This is very interesting for our uh, international listeners. Well, sure it is. You think? Yeah, they like James Corden and Piers Morgan. (laughs) They missed out. Missed the boat. Our our biggest exports. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) literally. (laughs) (laughs) One week uh, away from E3, we're going to be running through all the stuff that we kind of know is going to be there. Some of the stuff that we hope is going to be there. And uh, for anyone going, I'm going to give you some red hot tips, uh, whether it's your first E3 or, if you're like me, it's your, uh, I think it's my 16th E3. Right, sure uh, enough. Or maybe it's 17. I don't know. You're, I, a, ve- I, I you're a veteran, aren't you? Yeah, I wasn't at the first one. I was at the second one. It started 21 years ago. And you've not missed any since the second one. Well, I said I've been at 16. Wait a second. Let me just do some maths. Uh, all right. So Which I wasn't. I wasn't uh, there last year because it was the uh, just after the birth of my son. It's not because uh, Rory was three. <laughs> um, then I wasn't at the one in oh god, I don't know, 2010 because it was the birth of my daughter. 
I'm, I'm sensing a theme. I don't yeah. have five children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then... Uh, that Charlotte knows of. <laughs> I was, yeah, exactly. They're, they're uh, all in California, E3. They're making three babies. <laughs> exactly. The opposite. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first one's just coming up to be about, oh, 20 years old. <laughs> Uh, and then I was freelance for a while and I couldn't get anybody to take me so <laughs> I definitely oh, wasn't going to pay to sit at home in your pants <laughs> exactly uh, oh, the sweet freelancing years yeah <laughs> so I just sat home and watched it and yeah probably from my pants from my pants <laughs> or in from my, my pants, pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> optimal <laughs> e- is that a red hot tip is that your first one watch it from your pants uh, no I'm going to save those for later <laughs> or, do you want a red hot tip now go I've for got, it I've got a red hot tip in my pants <laughs> I was feeling this that is gag, terrible. Was... Let's just start properly. <laughs> right, okay, so look, we're going to go through the press conferences in order, yeah. uh, and I think like last year, there are now press conferences on the Sunday. It always used to be the Monday leading into the show on the Tuesday. Now we're starting on the uh, Sunday, so we've literally got land. Uh, God, time to land. No time to readjust to California zone, and then we are off. And EA starts at what time, Daniel? Oh, Christ. Um, EA starts on, well, if you're in Britain, it starts at 9 p.m. So that's 1 a.m., uh, 1 p.m. local time. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, well, actually, I'm looking through the list of games that I think are going to be there. It sounds a little bit like a, uh, a score draw thing from uh, Saturday afternoon because it's Battlefield 1, Titanfall 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is a high-caliber podcast. Uh, it's, it's, it's a high score draw for yeah. the next one. FIFA, seven. FIFA 17, Madden 17, <laughs> and then really and so, and so on. And then so on. Do the, do the rest yourself. Mass, Mass Effect, 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 Mass Effect okay, Andromeda, so. Criterion Racing game. Anyway, so let's talk about those specifically. So Battlefield One is definitely going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be playable. I'm pretty sure. Um, so. We should specify, Dale, unfortunately, <laughs> you're not going to be Can I just no. point out that you've not written I'm Battlefield, you've written Battlefield. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, now yeah. it's good. It's a bit of a different slant on the shooter. Okay. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. So I'm not going E3. No, I'm but we are. holding down the fort. So if you want to ask us any questions about what it's like to be out there, then, then go for well, it. Well, I'll ask you when you get back, because okay. I feel okay. like that would make more sense. Are I, you excited mm-hmm. about Battlefield 1? I am, as of 10 minutes ago. I hadn't watched a trailer until what? 10 minutes ago. Battlefield and Call of Duty, they've just never really done it for me. I think the last one I played was 1943, I think. I say ages, years ago. Like, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. A lot of since then. During the Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so I haven't played a Battlefield game since then. And it just doesn't really interest me. But I watched the trailer because we were coming in here and I saw it on the list. I thought, I'll watch it. And there was something about it. It really, yeah. it's really hooked me in. I think the, the music was great as well. That really helped. But it looks I'm really atmospheric. It's a cool setting. Um, yeah, and it's good that they've gone first. Like, where the new Call of Duty is going even further into the future mm. and even more advanced. Mm. I think it's cool that the ones that book the trend and with this console generation, the first to go back and do all that setting with yeah. new technology. Like, Definitely. the bit in the trailer with the mustard gas attack yeah. was really scary. Like in a way that I don't think anything Call of Duty it doesn't make me feel scared and that, that yeah, looks yeah. horrible and claustrophobic when you put on the gas mask but I think that's the other thing as well is that because of the setting like I guess you feel a lot more fragile as an individual because you're I don't know time's just riding across the battlefield on a horse yeah as opposed to in a mech suit or something like that and it's just it's like, really brutal as well some of that those um, melee weapons where it's like that club with yeah. spikes on it you've got a gas mask on you've got very little <laughs> peripheral vision and that guy's just running towards you yeah I didn't expect that as well so I'd, I'd, I knew what it was about I'd heard it was in World War One, but that's mm. all I knew 
And I didn't think that. I thought I was just picturing trenches yeah. and, um, you know, the long rifles and things like that. But it looked really cool and the horseback stuff looked, yeah. looked it's just, yeah, it's really interesting. It's like a slightly alternate take on World War One, isn't yeah. it? But still, you know, according to uh, DICE, it's authentic. But I'm interested. Mm. I, I'm assuming <clears throat> what we'll see is uh, a glimpse at single player, but they'll show off multiplayer. I think multiplayer will be playable, mm. but we won't really get to play single player. But that, for me... As I keep on saying, I'm all about single player stuff. Yeah, I'd same, like to see that. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. What about Titanfall? Yeah, so they're going to add in a game. <laughs> what? <laughs> they're going to add in a single player game, a story which mm. the first game no. didn't have. It mm. wasn't a thing. Not campaign multiplayer. Yeah, it never really happened, did it? They said like there would be an organic story that would yeah. unfold across. It was just more. a bunch of really. missions that were tacked together, and yeah, it didn't work. Do your own story, all right? Mm. Um, so there's going to be that, but also swords, robot swords. swords what do you think? And mechs. I'm in when you said single player, <laughs> but not when I said swords. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed Titanfall, but for a very short period. Yes, um, we were all like really up on it yeah but then Do we uh, take the you realise there just wasn't there wasn't much to it it was fun um, and yeah it was fun but it died off so quickly didn't it the but is that because like, like, there was no but is that because also it was like single platform I know it was on PC as well but yeah. it wasn't every. do you know what I mean like and it wasn't necessarily everyone's platform of choice yeah. as well at the start either. So And it was early on as well yeah. in the console cycle. But this one obviously is on PS4 as well now, so I think it's got a lot more of a chance, especially with a single campaign, which can get people like me and Alex interested yeah. as well. I think it's got a lot going for it so far. So. I do think like that game in particular lent itself to like a single player. Like I would have loved to have kind of explored that world mm. more and found out more about it. That you just didn't get yeah. from the, the multiplayer side of things. There's loads of fun stuff in it. Like yeah. we played it. I also, I think we played it a lot before it even came out. Like we, we really the, uh, the got. Beta. Yeah, we played yeah. beta lots. We played events lots. Like we had, because I, I don't play loads of multiplayer. The, the game that's really changing that at the minute is Overwatch. I'm mm-hmm. playing that all the time. Yeah. But usually with multiplayer games, I play it for a bit and I'm done. I almost feel like I did that all really early on, yeah. and then I was burnt out on it. But I think the other thing is, you know, there were a fairly limited uh, number of mechs and yeah. pilots and the combinations thereof and going back to Overwatch <clears throat> there are so many combinations of how your teams work together and everything Absolutely. that generally makes a difference I'm still finding new little really skills f- in Overwatch like little abilities and how you can use your abilities in interesting ways like yeah. I know we're, to- we're talking about Titanfall but this is, this is really good as Hanzo is a character we've been playing lots recently he has a sonar arrow mm. and you can actually just fire that at a person and they'll run around the map and they'll act as a sonar beacon right. around the Did map I did not know that Loads of cool stuff That's like that. Awesome. Anyway, Titanfall. <laughs> Titanfall. So I am excited for it. I, I hope um, that they deliver on the promise that was kind of made for the original one, I guess. Um, because I, I do like the setting. I think Respawn are capable of making uh, really good games. Um, I just felt like the first one, uh, while good, was perhaps a little bit limited. It's got everything going for it this time, so fingers crossed. Yeah. Should be a good game. But what about Madden? Let's not talk about Madden. No, we, I think we should talk about sports. So, um, Which awkward uh, sports it, personality are they going to bring up on stage this year? I hope it's just Pele again. Oh that God, was the God. worst thing ever. Just ugh, nobody, like We watched it in the war room with all our American colleagues who obviously 
gave it even less kind of reverence than us. It's like, yeah. it's Pele. Everyone's like, who's this boring old man? It's like, hey, come on now. They did come on for ages, Pele though. Was. Well, they did, but I don't... Well, they might know... Or Pele. Well, actually, I think a lot of people didn't know who he was. No. Really? Yeah. That's mental. And, or they didn't care. Yeah, but it, could it, be that. it did feel very self-indulgent, that it's, whole thing. Because but that's like, not what people hear. And I know, yeah. like, for people involved, it's like, oh, it's cool, cool, you've got Pele and... I'm sure you've paid him quite a lot of money to turn up to do this. But it's just kind of a weird, like, moment in the flow of that conference, like, yeah. for its plateau like mm-hmm. that. Um, but they've announced this week that FIFA 17 says big changes are coming. Don't they and say you, that every year? They do say that every year. 12 players. 12 players. Oh, really? Yeah, they bumped that it is up. a big change. Yeah, and multi-ball. <laughs> multi-ball. <laughs> multi-ball, mate. Inspiration the, from Rocket League. The thing that I'm saying for years, there should be a mode where the ball is a bomb. Rocket League should have that mode. I don't think you can do that in FIFA. Why not? Because... You can't have Jamie, Jamie Vardy with no legs. Well, <laughs> he he held onto the ball for too long. Yeah. It's based in a world where they kind of take it a little bit seriously. Yeah. I think the, the bomb mode would probably take a Well, I can't imagine now. FIFA signing <laughs> off the license if that happened. Anyway, so they said big changes are coming. Mm. And what they mean by that, and the trailer this week confirmed it, is they're moving over to the Frostbite engine, which is obviously the fancy graphics engine that powers yeah. a lot of their other games... Like Dragon Age, I think, is used Frostbite, Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefront. uses mm, as well. Yeah. So it's like the state of our technology, and that's what's going to be the basis of FIFA, which is quite good. Like, that is a big change, moving over to a new engine. Yeah. I mean, visual fidelity-wise, and yeah. I suppose an- animations and things like that, yeah. but the actual core mechanics of the game are still going to oh, be FIFA. That, but, like, yeah. Yeah. but like, if you look at, like, well, I guess this was the Fox engine with what um, is what Pez runs on. Yeah. And that offered more than just visual fidelity. There See, was, I never played like, the latest Pez. So how, what, right. how was that different from the one before? Well, it just played nicely. It's the, 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 honestly, <laughs> Good analysis. Um, but uh, it just meant that the physicality of the players was better. Right. You know, it was more than just I think the there'll be more. Yeah, there will be other benefits. Um, yeah. I, obviously, the, the most immediate thing from... What we'll see at E3, which will be you're watching trailers and gameplay. So the most course, immediate things yeah. will be the graphical Visual, fidelity yeah. and lighting, I imagine, and stadiums and things like that. But, but but it's not one of those things. I don't look at FIFA and go, oh my god, I can't just, I cannot put my eyes on that any longer. It's disgusting. Yeah, I, I just want a good <laughs> game to play. Like I'm not, I don't really care about like visual stuff. I want them to make sure the keepers play well and, you yeah. know. But I think it's a big mm. component for FIFA, though, especially because it has all the licenses. Anything it can do to feel more... Because the people who buy FIFA want yeah. it to feel like a continuation aesthetic. of watch they watch on Sunday afternoon. And yeah. but FIFA does like that really well with all the production exactly. values. It does it really well already. Yeah. I, like, I'm, my point was that I don't oh, really right. feel like it was something that was Maybe needed. it's just a preemptive thing, like, but, yeah. everything EA is doing switching over to this engine, you just need to do it, like, get on board, basically, because mm. that's where they're pouring all their resources. So if they, like, brought over, like, some of the other characters Dragons. that run on it, so dragons, stormtroopers, <laughs> like, some of the Battlefield 1 characters, like, big trenches... That you have to kind of kick the ball well, over. No, I think no other way around. Battlefield 1, there's a level... Oh yeah, they play football yeah. between the trenches. Wait a second. Yeah. That's that's why it's all on, on that's why it's all on frostbite. <laughs> that's polo. Well no. That's like for the toffs, no, the like horses, the people in charge the horses, of the sergeants. The horses kick it. Not mm. the people with sticks or hammers or whatever they use. <laughs> sticks. Well, I don't know what polo people use. Mallets. Mallets, there you go. Timmy mallets. Mm. No one will get that. Well <laughs> good. question for you. 
Do you use FIFA's normal control method or do you switch to Pez's control method? I use FIFA. Classic, Wrong. alternate. Alternate. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I would say. Alternate. Like you. Two 14 year old. To say that's wrong. I just think Pez controls. That's all That's all right. Don't judge me. I won't judge you. It's fine. I'm not judging you. He is. That was a question. It's not a witch hunt. Although one answer is the right answer. Who inverts? Uh, Joe Scrabbles inverts. Does he? But you don't. Of course not. No, that's weird. That's wrong. If you invert, get out. Yeah. Don't listen. Stop listening to the podcast, please. <laughs> no, actually don't, because that's probably our 40% <laughs> statistics for sure. Uh, other stuff that, uh, well, you would hope that Mass Effect Andromeda is going to be there. I'm so excited for this. Are you? Now, yes. so I literally could not give two hoots about Mass Effect. Have you played any of the Mass Effects? Not played a single Mass, <laughs> Mass Effect. <laughs> that, that's that's why probably I, a major reason why. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but even like watching somebody else play it, I'm like... I loved not two and band. three. I never played one, because I was on PlayStation, so it was never I, on one. Yeah, I didn't... I had one. I got mm. quite bored. I hear playing it's not, it. not as no, good. No, two is amazing. Yeah, two is two is the one I love. Like mm. three, I played it all the way, but still nothing compared to two. It was just incredible world building and character building, and it had a. I'm sure it's dated now. I haven't played it in a long time, but for me, as such a huge sci-fi geek, it just it appeased all yeah, those desires. Like, really. Command your ship and travel places in the universe, exactly, and yeah. like hopefully this one will even flesh out that dream a little bit more, that fantasy because. Mm. Like proper travel rather than in, in Mass Effect you go to like a few planets and the planet and, is usually and explore, a corridor explore little bits of yeah. them if they can expand that yeah. more that would be amazing right. I'm, I'm really also cross it with No Man's Sky yeah but it doesn't need it to be that scale it's just like yeah. but what was good about the original I can't like my memory of these games is a little bit hazy but the original you could go down onto the surface of the planet and like drive around and do more kind of open exploration right okay which I yeah. think they kind of there was there was elements sort of back of that. in the second and third one I don't bit. remember much of it but I do remember at points yeah driving vehicles around yeah. and stuff and there was always uh, the mining in 2 wasn't it you could go to every oh, planet yeah. but you could only like mine from mine yeah, it's like a little mini game yeah but it was like strangely addictive as well but Fours, uh, well, the new one, Andromeda, mm. is really exciting because, as far as I'm aware, it's not tying into the previous trilogy in any way. Like, obviously, it's based in the same universe. Universe? Galaxy? Whatever. Whatever it is. It's based in that, so there's going to be no Commander Shepard or anything like that, so I'm excited to see what they come up with. Are really. you in games like this, where there's, like, you know, opposed moral choices? Yeah. Are you good or bad? Do you play in a particular way? Or are you I quite balanced? I to be good. I do good the first playthrough and bad the second pretty much every time. I'm always good. I just can't it's bring myself to nice do it. People. I just can't bring myself to be do an you arsehole. Do play infamous in a bad way? Not really. There's a lot more fun. you got better powers. I thought the powers were better. Like life. Yeah. Get better really? power-ups if you're horrible. Look at Gav. <laughs> be a bit of shit you get better powers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that guy in... Um, um, Far Cry 3 with all the tattoos that's what they can represent what you can do is all his oh, skills right, all yeah, his perks yeah. what Brody was yeah. it Brody? yeah Brody White he was an arsehole yeah. I'm trying to think what perks what, what tattoos Gavin's got he's got Steve Zizou he's got a lot of robots and it means he's is good. it a lion or a bear on his knuckles he's, it's like a bear that. I think but it looks yeah, a bit yeah. like a badger <laughs> no it's a badger it's definitely a badger <laughs> okay <laughs> he's, got, he's got the power of a badger the anger of a badger yeah and then the final thing we've got here is this Criterion Racing game that was announced in 2014. It was announced, it was the weird press conference that. It was the first yeah. time I went to E3. Well, it's because they had nothing else to show. And a lot of yeah. it was work in progress. Like, and that was the first time they showed Battlefront as well. Yeah, and Criterion, they showed it, and it was just like this proof of concept. And it was all these different modes of transport. Right, and you could yeah. like 
race against each other. Yeah. And we were all like, how do you balance that? Surely yeah. the one with like motors in is going to be faster than this bloke on roller skates. Rocket powered mo- roller oh, skates. Yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> like Frank Spencer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it is a weird one. I would like the more Criterion make really fun racing yeah. games. And we haven't seen anything from them for a long time. I wonder if no. that's vaporware though. Like it's, there's not even been an update about it. No. Well, they've got to be working on something. Well, you don't, so. <laughs> Guys, what are you, you doing? So, yeah. uh, it just be another Need for Speed, or... <laughs> what are you doing now, um, Need for Speed? Yeah. They don't make Need for Speed anymore. Oh, that's what made in Sweden, yeah. though. Is it Gotham Games? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. in that case, they're definitely doing something. Well, again, you would hope, so. You, you would imagine. Black Guys, 2. You, Maybe you, Black 2. They, they own the Burnout licence, presumably. That didn't go to three fields. I don't think so. I don't it seems strange that they'd abandoned that licence as well. I mean, I yeah. know that they probably want to make new things, but it sounds like they're staying in the same well, sort some, of avenue. Somebody should be making something with that name. Yeah, yeah. I loved yeah. Paradise. Or yeah. I loved Burnout 3 as well. Burnout Paradise is one of the best racing games. It was great incredible. made. Uh, the other thing that I've got on there uh, with a question mark, Battlefront 2, I don't think we're going to see anything. No, like I think we're definitely going to see a Star Wars game of some kind. You think we are? Well, I'd visceral. imagine so. Yeah. Well, like EA, well, now that Disney have dissolved their entire games... Thing. And like yeah. they also like EA signed the exclusive rights to make Star Wars games for mm. X amount of years, mm. and we know the visceral one, yeah, is like well underway. Well, the, I feel like they've got to have a game tie-in <clears> for each film release every year. Like money-wise, it makes too much sense to not yeah. do that. But uh, so what you're saying, the next game would be what Force Awakens tie-in? Or no, I don't no, think no, it's no, no, just, just, just a, a like Star Wars see, game right, to release okay. alongside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, as what that is, well, the visceral game, but mm. don't know what type of game it's going to be. Who knows? I hope it's a visceral one. Hand Solo action game. Ooh. Card game. <laughs> Card game. Card, <laughs> Card, Card, Card racing. What's the game that he plays? Is it Sabak or something like that? Hearthstone. Yeah. Massive Hearthstone. <laughs> um, anything else we've missed on EA? I think that's kind of all of the main stuff ticked off. Uh, I'm yeah. sure, you know, you may well get stuff from PopCap, right? Uh, awesome. Some plants versus zombies. Peggle free. Give me Peggle free. Bejeweled. Is that pot cap? Uh, yes, I'm playing Bejeweled on iPhone right now. Vajazzle. Why are you shaking your head at me? Because I just uh, sometimes I despair. It's, it's like Candy Crush, but Bejeweled. What's not to love? <laughs> it's like Candy Crush, but Bejeweled. Right. I, I'm now Bejeweled came right. first, by the way. What's it was not, a joke. What's not to love? Uh, so following EA on the Sunday, although it's the Monday, correct, Timekeeper? This, yeah, oh, I've got a lot going on here, wait. <laughs> this is 3am on Monday. Yeah, but I think for us, it will be in the evening on the Sunday. I can't work I out. I think we're so. confusing it for people. <laughs> anyway, you've got to stay Find up. Out. If, you're in, if you're in England, 3am yes. on Monday. Yes. Uh, Bethesda has a live stream where presumably they will show Dishonored 2. You would yes. have thought. I'd imagine so. Um, but then also out today, or when we record this podcast, there was um, talk of a remake of Skyrim. Yes. yes. Which, frankly, I could not be uh, any less excited for. What? Skyrim was the most boring I am such a sucker for remakes. Like, if it's a game I love, and if there's an excuse to go back and play it again... You do that a lot, I whereas will I, that, I will yeah. play a game, I will finish it, and I will never look back. That's true. Except for I'm the Division, just, where you came back for a little bit. Yeah, but that's different because I didn't yeah, like there is play more game stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't play through a single player like campaign led thing more than yeah. once. I, I don't think I, I've ever done that. I do it quite rapidly sometimes. Like Uncharted Four, I did again on crushing. I'm struggling to finish that. Yeah. 
course. Where's he, where's he Platinum trophy, mate. Platinum trophy. Where's he get his time, Dale? Just um, oh. make use of my time and strategically. Effective, effective yeah. use of time. Um, Skyrim remake makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, it does make mm. a heck of a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely. I just, and I'm sure lots of people would be excited, but surely people would rather just have the next Skyrim. Well, yeah, yeah but these but things like, take like four years, yeah. don't they? Well, Skyrim that was ages ago. It yeah, was, but they, but they but that team fall out in between. That team. Oh, is it the same Softworks, yeah. yeah. It's Todd Howard. So 2011 was Skyrim, and then Fallout came out last year, so you'd imagine you were waiting quite a while for the next big one. And they put this one out, and Which it can work. Yeah. Mm. All those issues it had. Well, my main issue is that it just wasn't much fun. <laughs> like, Did I've, not, I've, get on with well, it. Well, no, like, the first hour it's of the game... It's definitely not your sort of thing. It's definitely not. This. <laughs> Absolutely not your sort of thing. Just... Oh, it's yeah. absolutely not your sort of thing. But, but I remember, I think, like, Keza was like, the opening is amazing, and oh, this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, right, I'll sit down and play it. And, like, the dragon attacks you as yeah, you're going yeah. along, and all their, like, really weird candle wax faces didn't look very good. Yeah. So that put me off straight away. And then when you, <laughs> get, into the, that when well. you get into the game proper, <laughs> I walked for about what felt like 45 minutes. And when I got there, the guy was like, can you sharpen my sword to me? I was like, why don't you just fuck off and sharpen it yourself? Oh, you're missing the point of the game. Point. You, I stopped <laughs> playing it. The, the headspace you're in in that, like, it's like role play game. Please, y'all piss off, mate. I've got a lot on. You put the grumpiness exactly. slide up to yeah, ten. Yeah. Right it's the not about grumpy. It's about like. <laughs> I just you know, think I the want... very DNA of that game is not to your exactly. liking. Exactly. Yeah. Which is fine. That's absolutely fine. Understand it's Take your back. back and it's absolutely fine. It. Like, <laughs> I don't go for podcasts very often. I just need to push my opinion on everyone. Fair enough. Whether it's right or wrong. But there is also other rumours today about what else might be at that press conference. No, there was Prey Two, the <sighs> mythical Prey Two, which mm. was once a game, then evaporated, and now possibly is reincarnated as Prey Two. <laughs> Do you care? <laughs> well, when was that shown at E3? That was ages ago. Two thousand twelve. Was it? Because I made the video for it earlier. So right. That's what I remember. I saw Prey 2. I saw the behind closed door presentation at Gamescom. Like, my first Gamescom, maybe? Right. Or second, like, yeah, so 2012. And it looks incredible. It was the one mm. that made it look a bit like Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. yeah. And right, it was yeah. such an impressive demo. And it was one well, of those kind of target demos original where, one. like... I think they did that. They're like, well, I should be quite hard to make that. <laughs> Spin it off. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's kind of what happened. But... If this can somehow have kept that going, or yeah. it looks, I wonder whether it will look anything like that at all, or again it'll be they went straight back to the drawing board and it's completely done from scratch. But that was a mighty impressive game, yeah, from mm. what I remember. Yeah, and then it's also weird, it's weird that Prey Two so long ago since the original Prey, and I, I can't really remember. And it's that like much very right. different from that original completely game anyway. Yeah. So it's like. Should you just call it a new thing, maybe? But maybe you should do now that. Now they're going off the fact of the anticipation from the announcement of it before, as opposed to the initial prey. But, but the amount of people that would resonate with, compared to all the people that could potentially buy your game and be put off by the number two, mm. you might as well just get to point make it a new thing. Well, that is, uh, as we go through this list, it's all sequels. But that makes sense, because we're mid-cycle. Yeah. M- kind of, like... I would imagine it's a time for a lot of And I guess, calls. like, uh, new announcements will probably either be codenamed or have yeah. no name whatsoever. Yeah. And, so, and a lot with the sequels as well. These days, a lot of numbers are usually dropped straight away as well to try and get new customers in. It's almost like trying to trick them in, isn't it? Yeah, but sometimes, yeah. Some, it's weird because some it doesn't seem to matter with because people just don't care. Yeah. Like um, GTA. 
Obviously, yeah. the number doesn't matter. Yeah. Far Cry, I know they dropped it for Primal, but four they didn't. And I remember that being a discussion we had at the time. It's like, does it matter? Because this is like an episode. This is a standalone thing. They're not like even a continuous story, but the number implies that it is. Yeah, it's the same with Final Fantasy. Like, I know that the there is no kind of chronological story there, as far as I'm aware. No. But still, the fact it's 15, I'm like. I've no idea what's happened in all the other ones apart from there's Chocobos and Moogles. But that's been established now that people people get that you don't need to know that with Final Fantasy. Where some, like when Fallout came out, I had at least three different friends text me saying, do I have to have played the previous ones to play mm. Fallout 4? And I say, no, you don't. But mm. that general idea hadn't been established. But yeah. like with Final Fantasy, everyone... No, it's, I'd it's imagine... Right. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Really? Because, maybe not. you know, in terms of like, you know, it's got a very defined style. Yeah. Um, and obviously there are consistents in the world that come across and I, I don't even know if it is the same world obviously no, there are the same creatures sometimes different words it's right. Chocobos a guy called Sid and then that's about it and then we're not Final Fantasy every time we go back to the drawing board and go what do you want to keep uh, keep Sid I like Sid he served as well um, you play a lot of Final Fantasy uh, I played uh, so 7, 8, 9, 10 never touched 11 12 I played. Sounds like a Craig David song. Yeah. On Monday, I played Final Fantasy. Get out of my sight. Uh, I didn't. I played thirteen for a little bit and thought it was terrible, and then I haven't played one since then. So. Well, it's only fourteen. Well, no, there was thirteen two and thirteen oh, three. That's not. But that's this. the other thing. Yeah. Please don't. Never no played sense. them. Uh, let's not do this. <laughs> uh, Evil uh, Within two. You wrote that down the list. Yeah. Is that because you know it's coming, or is it? It's just the one that was rumored rumored. today as being in that thing. Well, yeah, it's quite, it's pretty popular. It's pretty acclaimed. Also, I think I didn't put it on here. Also, Wolfenstein Two, right? Which another game recently did very well, very acclaimed. Yeah, and I think it's good Maybe for it's Bethesda got- because, like, for a while they only had a couple of main franchises, and yeah. now they've got these other ones that they, they've started, and yeah, they yeah. probably need to give a little bit of love and attention to. And they've also got Quake and yeah. Doom. I mean, no, no, it just came out, but yeah. they might be do some big DLC for it. I can't it imagine that. That's the thing, right? Because like with um, <clears throat> multiplayer, Doom feels so much like Quake does now. Right? Yeah. I don't really know what the point, what Quake would do to make it feel different. Yeah. But then again, I don't make games. So that is day one of the press conferences for us done. Oh, I wish it was. If you're in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then following that, on the Monday morning, uh, LA time, or what time, you, uh, UK time? <laughs> We've had these times so confused. This is, if you're in England, Microsoft, 5.30pm. So just as you're finishing work, you yep. can tune in to the Microsoft press conference, where you would assume they're going to talk about the uh, much-rumoured new Xboxes. So a slim version of the one. And then uh, Microsoft Xbox 1.5, or whatever they're going to call it, which is the more powerful than the current one. So, console. playing devil's advocate, do you think they will actually announce these new consoles here? Or do you think it's such a kind of complicated issue they do a separate event? I think looking at the potential titles they've got, you know, and our list is not complete, obviously. But going through that, you've got uh, Forza Horizon 3. Uh, rumored Dead Rising 4, more on Crackdown, more on Sea of Thieves. It's pretty weak, I think. Um, they might reveal more on HoloLens, because that's been a long time coming. Mm. But I think they need something big. And I'm sure we'll see more on Call of Duty. I oh, know, because Call of Duty is PlayStation now, isn't it, in terms of hero titles. I don't know, what else are they going to have? It's going to be tricky for them, really, because 
that news could essentially be to a lot of people see that as bad news. Like yeah, like some, the so they've got to spin it in a certain the, the way. The presentation needs to be absolutely spot on. Yeah. Mm. The way that you pitch that in a way that's exciting for the people who want it, but not alienating or confusing for the people who don't get it. Do yeah. you think when Microsoft make their announcement, depending on how the public react, do you think Sony will still well, it's classic. straight it's to the drawing absolutely. board? Absolutely. But it's, yeah. con- absolutely. It, it's the console announcements all mm. over again. Sony yeah. gets to have the luxury of going later in the day. Obviously, a lot of this will be scripted for months in advance yeah. and performed. Yeah. But they still have the t- time to like wiggle or announce price or all those yeah, sort of yeah. things. Well, they can adjust price. They might have like a range that they can go within, depending on what. Would you... If you were coming as, I don't know, let's say your PlayStation and your Xbox, would you rather go first or second? A second, absolutely, I believe. Why? But wouldn't you want to get your news out there first and be confident that you got it right first time? Because I would argue that the reason Microsoft suffered is because they made a real bodge job of like appealing to the target audience. They basically promoted a entertainment product yeah. to a games audience and that's why everybody felt Absolutely. alienated it's not bad, whereas it? if they got that right they could have been the first out of the stall everybody going mad for uh, Xbox job done I don't think it was just I mean it was the E3 conference but it was um, I'm not the E3 conference there. Uh, the announcement yeah, 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 yeah. but it was um, the word of mouth as well because sure. you know when a small community starts speaking about how they're doing all these things wrong and then their friends get word of it and it spreads like wildfire but, really. but that so that's got more to do with the way they announced it rather than when they announced yeah. it. And that, so that's, I think, if they've got their messaging right, it could have been a positive for them because mm-hmm. they could have been first out of the box. The second you can react to anything that the first company do and then you can make sure that within yours reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, within reason, but they st- can still counteract okay, yeah. that So how, how would you, with all your years of industry experience <laughs> and how many E3s you've been begins? to, eight, many, eight, 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 countless eight, E3 press conferences of yeah. your arse has graced the seats of... Mm. How would you pitch this to any three audience with pitch, the eyes of the world watching? Pitch what? The the point for oh. the console. Well, so well, I think first of all, let's break it into two things, Daniel. Okay. <laughs> so I think the firstly, the slim is an easy sell because it will yeah. be oh, the slim, right? Yeah. Budget price and let's face it, the current Xbox is a horrible brick, and yeah. uh, I'd very much like a much uh, designed, uh, nicer designed unit. So they may well just go for that. They may not talk about like a more powerful one because that straight away is like, well, hang on a minute, you've got that, and then what? What on earth would you call the one point five? I don't know. I'm sure, they have some sort of fancy name Xbox One Eleven, Xbox uh, Two. The we can't call it the Xbox block. Two because it's technically yeah. the Xbox Four. Well, the Xbox oh, One was three. technically the Xbox Three uh, Two. Wait, exactly, Xbox, Xbox Plus. <laughs> so that. To answer your question, I have no yeah, idea. Right, you don't know. Well, I don't know that one because it's a stupid on idea, now. unless it is the Xbox I, One Plus or something like that. Mm. The thing is, like, we live in a world where, you know, the 6S exists. Yeah. Like, the sure. idea of, like, a slightly updated version coming out yeah, yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit after yeah. isn't totally alien. I think you just need to stress that if you have a current Xbox, you will play it or play every game exactly. still. Yeah, That's yeah. the important thing. If you come out and start going certain games you won't be able to play, it's like, yeah. that is so, red flag. And I think that's the thing. Like, you know, I don't know um, what the differences will be, but I think it's essentially upscaled 4K support is probably well, what we're looking at. Is this, do you think mm. it's going to be like what like PC community is more like used to? That If you have an amazing graphics card, obviously your game's going to look better. Yeah, on- yeah of course. Um, but, like, you know, what would that mean for, again, using Overwatch as an example, you would imagine that the majority of the player base there is going to be on standard Xbox One. 
Is it just? Is it going to be compatible? I, I would assume it be, would be. But like, it's just what's different is just like the end experience, like yeah. the underlying structure of that game wouldn't. Just as like people with varying powers of PC PCs, can play yeah, yeah, with yeah, each yeah. other. Yeah. If, it, if on the rumored uh, Neo spec, so they were very insistent on how the the actual core experience is for like the PlayStation Four, and yeah. then it's just an enhanced one, and it and it's enhanced by you know maybe slight graphicals and yeah, because that's the thing in terms also, of textures and stuff like that. Absolutely. they're not going to go or, in and recreate the whole and, game or, from scratch. And also, it's like, the same. And also, as a developer, are you wanting? You, nobody's going to want to make a game that only a small percentage Absolutely. of the yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you could do if they were smart is to say you every game you be able to play, but then four years down the road, like uh, down. Four years later, where you're at the end of the cycle, then you could possibly start putting out games by then when more people have the new console. And, go, yeah. and you know, it's late on, but trying like, to get a little bit more out of the console. This is only playable on the new ones. You would, most people are devolop, develop, developing, <laughs> devolving uh, into developing. P- PC. I can't, I uh, developing PC games for 4K, or at least having yeah, yeah. some uh, an eye on like that kind of stuff. So you would imagine that that kind of dev cycle is there already. Um, but it, yeah, it depends. Aside from graphical finesse, like I don't know, I guess it would up the frame rate, make it run smoother. But again, I don't. I'm not playing my current games. Going, I need that. I'm, I'm with you totally there. I, I mean, I don't understand quite the outrage because no one's forcing my hand to buy this thing. Yeah. As far as we're aware, I'll still be able to play all yeah. the games that I want to play for the foreseeable future. And <clears> I don't have a massive problem with the way games play now, like frame yeah. rate wise and things like that. I'm not a graphical whore. Also, I don't have a massive problem with it existing. No. Like, no, no, no. If I, people I want to, and yeah. if it's like you've exactly. got a 4K TV yeah. and you maybe only own one console at the minute and you want to get the other one, it's an option. Like, when the success comes out, I go, oh, that's kind of a cool feature, but I don't need it right now. Yeah. But well, maybe they, when I need to upgrade, I'll get that one. Yeah. Or And with iOS, what they do is, uh, so they they make a game available, and let's say it comes out and it was first came out for the 5, that would usually be able to play on, say, the 4 and the, the three, 3G three or something like that, but it wouldn't play on the 2. Or yeah. Something. You know, it's like they, a few generations the, the game, game will be safe for, yeah. and then yeah. eventually it'll be phased out. And I imagine it'll be something similar with but that. But does that then, that we'll, we'll then see remakes of remakes, so a 4K remake of the Uncharted if collection If there's money to be made, like we will inevitably see Stop them. it now. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Don't do that. Vote with your wallet. But I think the other thing that I guess maybe plays into this is... VR or HoloLens in Microsoft's case because that obviously requires additional processing grunt. Well yeah because yeah. the PlayStation VR comes with a little external box yeah. which I imagine if this new PlayStation is a thing it'll be included. Built in, yeah. yeah. So hope. but again yeah. <laughs> I know actually we know very little about HoloLens so far. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah you've put HoloLens I, just, I feel like they don't know what that is because it's very expensive. I but play Sony's going to come it out. It's not. It's not a VR thing. Like they've partnered with Oculus for their VR. That's true. Headset. Yeah. Hololens is this weird other thing, mm. and I think they like to show it off. But I think it's one of those things that will be around for several years. But do you think that they're going to ignore VR completely when PlayStation is coming out hard? I think no. it, it depends on results. I think if PlayStation VR takes off big time, then they absolutely won't ignore it. No, I know, but I mean for oh, this mean conference. For the actual I think they might announce yes. more like partnerships with Oculus and things like that, but they can't affect the Oculus price right now. No. But they might, you know, they did announce that partnership in the year when, was it? no, it was actually last year when, you know, the Oculus comes with an Xbox controller and all that yep. sort of stuff. So maybe yeah, yeah. they'll strengthen their partnership in some way. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. But I don't think HoloLens is a, a real gaming peripheral. No. So, 
I think right now it's curiosity and it could be a cool like bit of tech for various different businesses and maybe around the house but not for a long while yet yeah so other games have got listed so Dead Rising 4 uh, that was rumoured today I don't know I find it hard to get excited about Dead Rising I can't believe they're, they're rumouring that again as an exclusive well, that just seems crazy to me that I mean after I mean Dead Rising 3 was an exclusive but yeah well, actually, do we know that that's... No, it's room, rumoured. It's rumoured to be coming out, but is it rumoured to be an Xbox exclusive or yeah, I'm not? pretty sure right. I read yeah. that uh, yeah. earlier. Yes. Yes, yeah, no, because there was the... Uh, there's another game that was rumoured to be exclusive to PlayStation. Right. That I won't talk about. Oh, Ooh. hello. hello. Mm. Uh, Forza Horizon 3. I like the Forza Horizon series. I, yeah, I definitely prefer them out of the, the two. And the first uh, one was set in America, a music festival. The second one was set in, like... Mediterranean third one where would you like it to be set Blackburn space Blackburn imagine Why, that put Black just Blackburn on the map <laughs> just like rainy is that got a good I love Blackburn like, I'm from Blackburn should say I'm just giving it a kick in for people who are listening <laughs> but imagine that is it got a good just imagine that scene? just doing like skids in Asda Car Park or in Morrison's on the have to be oh, well, multi-story for our American listeners your Walmart is on by Walmart isn't it, it? it is, yeah. yes. uh, Morrison's Blackburn by the way Asda Asda. Well, it's not the peak. But that's the first thing all, mate. We've got it all, mate. We've got uh, Tesco, Sainsbury's. We actually whoa, whoa, have Sainsbury's. Whoa, whoa. Got, Waitrose. Waitrose. Yeah. Definitely not a Waitrose. <laughs> got a drive-through Starbucks. I know. Got they're, a they're, I like drive-through Starbucks. Although I hate the fact I was in one uh, <laughs> weekend before last. Getting your soy latte. No. Uh, definitely don't do that in Blackburn. <laughs> I, I hate the fact that the people that go to the drive-through get um, preference over the people in the store. So when people ring up. Oh man! <laughs> I went to a kebab shop on Friday night. <laughs> Not even drunk. Trotted a kebab. We didn't have any food in the house, and my missus was like, "Do you want a kebab?" I was like, "That's a great idea." What did you get? Out of interest, just a standard uh, donna. No, Big sauce, lot of sauce. Salad. chili sauce, chili garlic, sauce. Good, no garlic. Yeah. No. <sighs> I really want a kebab, now. and no onion. Don't like them. Like, but did you get the rest of the salad? All the salads, yeah. I like when yeah. people get kebab and they justify that it's a nice kebab. Oh, they do good salad, though. <laughs> oh, you know, you <laughs> don't care about that? it. No, people go, oh, they do a lovely mix of salad. That's not why you're going. <laughs> but anyway. Take the salad out. I was there by like <laughs> half seven on Friday night. Only one in the shop, yet they must have taken at least six or seven minutes to get to me because they had all these orders <sighs> that people had phoned up. You were what? there. You were there in person. Exactly. Think of all the things you could have done in that six. Charlotte get donut kebab as well. Uh, yeah, but she had onion. I didn't. Ah, that's the, little insight into it. That's the difference. And that's the difference. Exactly. The little oh, what, ones what, what, in as well. Have they gone to bed? Uh, save them some for the next <laughs> morning <laughs> for breakfast. Friday night <laughs> romance. Yeah, two chicken kebab shish. for two. <laughs> wake well, that, up, wake up, Buddy Hilgi no kebabs. There you go, that's a treat for you. Oh, kebab Santa's been in the night. A kebab fairy. God, I kebab really, Santa yeah, should be the name of this podcast. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder when, yeah, when am I going to treat my kids to their first kebabs? Something to look to, eh? <laughs> first mm. kebab. What's a good age for that? I remember when I had my first kebab, it was from the Godfather Kebab Shop, which was next door to the video shop in our um, in Blackburn. Right. And I went and I rented a video with my dad, and he got me a kebab. Mm. What video was it? I don't know. I remember once my dad rented me. Do you remember night- that kebab, though? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's a landmark in, yeah. a, in a child's life. Um Remember also my dad once, he bit me, you know, this is my, this is a bit naughty this, I got out of school early one day, it was half day, and my dad took half day off to pick me up, 
And he went to the video shop and rented me Nightmare on Elm Street because I wanted to watch it. And my mum wasn't in, and we were going to watch it in the afternoon. Got home, tape was mangled. Oh. I was devastated. I was so upset. I was probably, How old I was were you? About 12 or 13. That's all right. Yeah, I think it's fine. I watched yeah. loads of stuff but like, yeah, a bit young. Because yeah. like, my dad, uh, he worked for Pioneer, so he had a laser display. Nice. And we had very few films, but he had Alien. And I remember <laughs> watching that, like, I don't know, 11 or 12, and just being terrified. Yeah, that's a good time to yeah. watch it when you're absolutely terrified of it. I saw The Exorcist when I was about 11, I think. Because my dad used to have um, a, like a mobile video store, and then he'd since closed it mobile down. Mobile video <laughs> store? Yeah, yeah. So this is a thing, in his apparently. Boot. No, apparently he went around, he drove around to people's houses, and they'd ring ahead, say what film they want, he'd, ring, he'd go and deliver it to them. It was a thing, apparently. It was before I was born. Um, but because of that, he had loads of old videos left over, because he'd, he'd stopped right. doing it. So I just would, go, on my days off, go through all the videos, and just thought, I'm watching that one today, and found The Exorcist. Well, let's check that one out. Watch it on my day off school. There you go. Good education, that was. <laughs> Um, let's get back to E3 Uh, Crackdown excited to see more of that Sea of Thieves still but I don't even know what that game is really like actually how we play it it but I thought it was cool yeah pirates and And it was like it was co-op and you people fulfill different roles as part of a crew like I think I I I can be the cook now is the time (laughs) where Rare needs to kind of you know knock it out of the park yeah it's been a while Bring you back. Real yeah. well. well, they did the Rare replay, which kind of got everyone yeah, like, back yeah. on side and like, oh, Rare did some amazing stuff. And yeah. now it's the next chapter. It's like, yeah. that's the thing you've said by doing that retrospective. Going, our company is all about doing different things and yeah. experimenting and trying different genres and different characters. This is now that next new thing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, following Microsoft, so uh, there, was, there used to be an EA conference. There isn't anymore because that's happened the day before. Madness. Mm. Uh, so Microsoft is up next, and that happens at what time, Daniel? Nine PM. UK. Nine PM UK time. What's okay. that? So one PM for us. Okay. And I, that actually, I do remember that. I remember uh, this is quite a few years ago. I missed a Ubisoft conference because I went for lunch and we had a few beers instead. Was it a good conference? I don't know. No, I mean, you obviously looked about it afterwards. Well, I knew that you, feel you, like know, you missed out. The US guys had it covered. Just yeah. going to go and have a few of these. Where's Alex? He's walking around Santa Monica looking for a kebab shop. <laughs> no, that's, that's somebody else on Where's our... Where's Kebab Santa? Somebody else on our international team that might be doing that. Sheesh. <laughs> Are they called kebabs in the US? Yeah. What's that's that about? weird. That is. Yeah. Really? I didn't know, I know that. You know, and they still spell it kebab. Yeah. Kebab. Kebab. The kebab. <laughs> That is strange. It is weird. So Ubisoft. Uh, so we know that Ghost Recon Wildlands is coming out. Very excited about that game. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, uh, we know that Watch Dogs 2 <laughs> is coming. Uh, especially if you look at adverts on IGN. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with us. I'm interested to see more about Watch Dogs 2. Well, I didn't hate the first one. That's um, a glowing... Yeah, well, no, but a lot of people really disliked it. But I thought it, I, I enjoyed it. it. I played through the whole story. I, I mean... How many I had a times? good time of it. I just the once. That has not got the Dale Drive just seal of approval. That's why I said I'm yeah, <laughs> quite enjoying it. hate it. It's a cool yeah. concept, but you just like, the character is just so, so dull, boring, and they yeah. end up using the same abilities over and over yeah. again in very similar situations. It's not like you learn these few abilities and then had to be really creative with them. It was it was a really good ideas game. I thought you know it had that um, that multiplayer game where you, someone yeah, was playing on an was iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never played yeah. it. That was, that was really cool. I that was yeah. really good. It, it just had some really good ideas. I just felt like it lacked a little bit in the execution. And hopefully this time they can. Well, 
Change Judging by what's leaked, by the time this podcast goes out, the actual announcement will have taken place. It yeah. looks like it's set in San Francisco. Cool. New character. Which makes sense for that kind of game, because that is like the tech hub of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think they may be playing into... Apple HQ. Yeah, and the guy who's the lead character, he's, he looks a bit younger. He looks... I know it's just the picture, but it looks like yeah. less serious, like he might be kind of... What's his the, baseball hat like? He's got the. I know. He's got glasses. His face mask has got. Hero with glasses. You know what it means? Means he's smart. Poindexter. Like me. Joe Watchdogs. He had that trench coat and the scarf and stuff. was like he was trying to be inconspicuous, I suppose. But I had him dressed up in a a costume that I got that was fully white. (laughs) So he stood out. He's like glowing as he walked through the street. He'd be mucky. (laughs) But also with him, correct me if I'm wrong, did he not have a big leather jacket? But the creases in the leather jacket made the logo of Watchdogs. Am I imagining that in the back? I don't remember because if not like it's probably him isn't it there was a lot of things like if you look at I don't know like the division now and obviously they've learned a lot in terms of open world since then but that uh, the watchdogs world was just so static like I remember there was one bit where you go to is it your kids party or something like that yeah, yeah. and all these balloons are just kind of all static there and all the characters are really well the wooden. famous thing with that game wasn't it that you could vault over people's graves that you'd be mourning <laughs> at it and they'd say like, would you like to vault over your sister's grave or whoever it was your wife I would yeah I would I'm a little bit sad but I feel like vaulting would make me happier that. oh no I got snagged on my um, <laughs> but San Francisco modern San Francisco in a game that'd be pretty cool mm. I think Nice, yeah. nice to have a car chase in there. <laughs> yes. And, uh, I don't know, do something with the Golden Gate Bridge. Destroy it. Ooh. What do you think? Trigger that bridge up and down. Doesn't go up and down. <laughs> it does in this game, mate. Hollow Bridge. <laughs> um, have you ever been to San Francisco? Yes, I have, actually. It went last year, but... And, and the bridge went up and down for you. Well, you know, it? It, was, it was a slip. Magneto was, a slip. Magneto was there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it definitely looks like they've probably listened to the feedback and... Like they'll come out and inject a bit more personality into that yeah, for yeah. sure. That's what yeah. it definitely needs. Well, actually, if you're listening to this, you've already seen it, so yeah. Good you tell us. You tell us. Write in and tell us. What we got wrong feedback or right. at Tell us what we probably saw also last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think that they will finally show more of Beyond Good and Evil too? Is that game not dead? I don't know. I don't no. think so. You got. Oh, man, I've got to imagine it's dead at this point. Well, Michelle Ancel's off doing his own thing, but they yeah. still won't come out and say What's it's actually game? dead. That uh, Wild. That's right. He w- and he's making that for Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They still won't come out and say it's actually dead, which makes me believe that some- they're doing something yeah. with it. How long ago was that teaser trailer? Oh, man. Yonks. It- and it seems like any sort of anticipation or buzz around that game... As long as well, I think it's those died people out. won't even know what it is. No. I remember when that, that trailer first released, though, and, and among like the, the gaming community and stuff, it seemed like it was yeah, it was exciting. Cool yeah, but now it's just like so nobody's that you just about wait that. too long and you miss the boat. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's well, again, jumping the gun a little bit. Like we're going to see more of Last Guardian, and if that's if there's any game <laughs> yeah. guilty, of well, doing the one that, announcement they absolutely have to make this year is release date. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I was saying that, do you not think people still talk about that game every year? They still say, is it going to be here? Is it going to be at this yeah, but conference? Almost, this conference? Like, almost almost like, people stop talking about it full stop. Yeah, Except for right now. Yeah, but I think if, if they made another announcement, I think people get excited. I never but really it's like, played it. like Oscar Wilde thing. There's only one thing worse than being talked about, and that's not being talked yeah. about. Mm. So it's quite good that that's going has its own kind of mythic status. Mm. It is that one. It is that one. But it... 
It is, isn't it? Well, it, well you've we had so someone we, to see we, it in Japan. <laughs> it's the Duke Nukem Forever of this generation. It feels like it will, and oh it'll come God, out. Don't say that. Oh, <laughs> not ga- I hopefully think, not gameplay-wise. Not like that. It's not just rubbing a poo on a wall. <laughs> We've waited nine years for this. Taking it in a new direction. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, thinking about it, if that, that's like that big bird dog. What? Trico. After picking up after that. That's a mini game. Oh, it'd be bigger than you. <laughs> uh, speaking of food, that's why I break. Let, let me. Uh, I'm going to give you my top tip for uh, E3. Go if on. you're going for the first time, undoubtedly you will drink too much or more than you should. Uh, and if, like us, two years ago, we had some particularly hot and spicy chicken wings that played havoc. Uh, Bowel movements. Downstairs area. <laughs> and the E3 toilets aren't the nicest. Basically, you are sat next to some fat, overweight, sweaty dude emptying his insides out, and it's awful to listen to. So, make sure you put headphones on and listen to something calming while emptying yourself. I feel like several <laughs> There's several other things you can do to prevent that as what? well. I would not go. Not eat the spicy food. I would I, not. There were, I, no I remember. <laughs> sweet little choice, Daniel. I remember <laughs> being at the OGM booth going, oh my God, I've got to go now. And like, thankfully, it was very close to the toilets. And it literally was trousers down, out it fell without, you know, not, I didn't even have to relax. <laughs> really glad that, I'm, I'm quite really glad he's not on this podcast. But um, thankfully, I was listening to some nice music, so I couldn't hear. It's like, there's nothing worse than but hearing somebody else horrible, like, really struggling American to get toilets one out. Are weird, the big gap. The big yeah, gap, you know when you close yeah. the cubicle door, yeah, it's yeah. American, there's that massive mm. gap. The and then there's a strange <laughs> eyeball in you. <laughs> one, the one in the IGN offices, like, I, I've never done it in there, I've never felt brave enough to curl it's one off in there. Because there is, I would say, a half inch gap, and I'm sat there going, you right, pair? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's weird, isn't it? Like, oh. I don't, what, there must be a reason for that in America. I don't know, what? Dirty. Anyway, they love it, don't they? So, summarise your tip was make sure you have a poo. Well, no, if you need to go, like I would suggest that the soundtrack to have a relaxing time isn't listening to other people. I know. Load up your iPhone. I hardly ever go for in public. Full stop. Yeah. Right. Public toilets or just in public public toilets for number twos. But what if you just have to? Just plan it. I plan it better. How do you plan it? I like. I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm very often. I'm not very often caught caught short. Yeah, you're not. At no. festivals, I'll just find myself just not needing a food for a couple of days, and then I get home, and then all all have it. I just reabsorb it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just weird. Yeah, it's weird, and uncomfortable. Yeah. Got, go. got ill. <laughs> just <laughs> let it all out. <laughs> exactly. You're literally full of shit. Yeah. Uh, so other stuff that uh, not been announced but obviously in terms of Ubisoft uh, games that they have on their rosters Splinter Cell about time we saw a new Splinter Cell mm-hmm. um, the movie is still happening is it? Um, par- well there's never been an update about that it was supposed to be Tom Hardy yeah. well there was an update the other day about Jake Gyllenhaal doing a Division movie that's yes. crazy yeah, yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. doing that already yeah. Yeah. Ubisoft yeah. going movie like, crazy he's writing it and directing yeah. it is he? that could be that could yeah. look really cool producing it I think do you right. think this says something about the confidence they have for Assassin's Creed um, I think they're, they're probably getting everything green lit I, I do think Assassin's Creed does have a good chance of being decent yeah. I'm not going to go out and say I think it would be great but I think it's got a really high chance yeah. and Jay Gyllenhaal's fantastic like, and that's a cool premise for really a movie yeah, and yeah, like yeah, the yeah, visuals yeah. of that like a desert in New York yeah. and they, they do a really focused probably personal story of him being an agent and he saves someone I don't hmm. think 
Oh, yeah, man. thinking about it, it would be quite cool. What, you don't think it would just go on forever and ever and he's just going Just grinding. Really just a lot of <laughs> The last hour he's just getting killed because everyone's got plenty, plus 20 gear score. Exactly. Well, yeah. Just he spent, running down like 23rd Street the entire time. That, <laughs> yeah. That's most of the film. He spends 45 minutes try, <laughs> trying to kill a boss and all he gets is a nice holster upgrade. He's like, what? <laughs> just in cover waiting on cooldowns. He's got the sick knee pads. <laughs> Oscar. Um, and then uh, Prince of Persia. Do you think they're going to bring back Prince of Persia? Well, it's another one of their biggies that they've yeah. not But that, done the last while. game was, man, that was ages Which ago. One was that a cel-shaded one? Yeah. No, um, they've done several since then, didn't they? No. Which one am I thinking? There was one called Prince of Persia that had Nolan North. That was a long time ago. Was that not a cel-shaded one? That was cel-shaded. And then there's a few was since one then. Since then? There was a couple since then. I don't think there was. Maybe was we there not should... Was uh, one real estate one? Um... It was the one where they introduced the the rewind thing where so you couldn't. No, die. there's been there's been Prince Persia since then. I'm sure. Are you sure? Oh, now, oh, you're, now you're making oh, me doubt myself. Nah. Right. Um, everyone's phones are out now. People well, are just going. Actually, keep keep the podcast going, Dale. Yeah. Keep, keep okay, it keep so going. Always going. Always going. Other games. Other games. That's it for Ubisoft. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want you to keep the podcast going. We're, right, we're, right, we're well, keep it going by going on to the next section. So like the next conference will be at two a.m. British time on June 14th so what you want to do an hour prior to this is go out get a kebab come back home and it's time for Sony kebab Christmas back on kebabs <laughs> so you can watch Sony <laughs> well with we'll a nice, be in the US so we'll get a kebab um, a kebab so we've already talked we've actually talked a lot about this already we've done the PS4.5 and Last Guardian now the other thing we've got written down for Sony is a possibility of God of War 3 which has been rumoured what did I say God of War 3 there That's might be I don't know if you know that God of War 3 might be coming out sometime soon I'd really like to review that um, God of War 4 that's hard to say isn't it God of War, God of War 4. 4 it definitely War won't 4. be called that it's going to be called God of War 4 Thor because <laughs> um, the rumour is that it was kind of Norse mythology yeah. do you really have any interest in more God of War yeah I, I do do you yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never really been into that series why are you I love the God of War pitch series. it to me then uh, I think um, the best thing about the God of War series was uh, just a sheer like, gameplay and combat and taking off taking out an angry angry man out of this equation can only make it better because they did like it did set pieces very well it did scale mm-hmm. really well it used technology brilliantly absolutely so I think if you the thing think, that everyone seems to have a lot of problem with is the central character well it was to its detriment I think when it first the first God of War it was a different era and, and our characters were simpler very, time exactly they were more two dimensional characters you could, literally sometimes you could be white and red and be angry at everyone <laughs> yeah. but in God of War 3 you just felt like it was just a bit ridiculous he, he was like a character it's before actually there's Ascension there was yeah. the fourth yeah, one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I reviewed it. I know you did, but I kind of just blocked that out because it was a horrendous experience. You didn't do it. You're shouting at your computer every day. I see. I say I'm a God of War fan, but I never actually played Ascension. So the last one I played was three. So it feels like a long time since I've played these games. Did you play the remaster? No, I didn't. Oh, he loves the remaster as well. When it's on sale, though, maybe. Do you want some answers on Prince of Persia? Shoot. So uh, (laughs) the Prince of Persia game that Cell Shaded came out in 19... Sorry, 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one since then called that came out two years later called The Forgotten Sands also go. known as The Forgotten Game so. I played it so I didn't forget it so Dale wins I think we'll Dale, Dale wins, wins and <laughs> 10 points on keyword countdown Dale wins Dale wins right I've, anything else for Sony uh, well have you mentioned the last bit sorry I was no, not yet. so focused on I was lining well, you up thank you um, do you want to talk more about Neo or not 
I think we covered, covered it. it yeah. We covered it a lot in the Xbox One. Surely they'll do more VR stuff uh, and like solidify more of the launch lineup that we're going to see around that kind of stuff. Um, but obviously, apart from that, I don't know what else. How much of their conference do you think will be dedicated to VR? Well, you would imagine that's their big hardware launch for the second mm. half this year. But they've sold out already, right? So have they? I thought they had. Yeah. Oh, I didn't well, know. Wave One they've sold out. Oh wow! Okay. When the pre-orders went live, Dan Kilby's got one. Sad Dan. Nice. Um, but then, obviously, Kojima has been touring the world uh, on Sony's <laughs> dollar for the last... So de- get the this is definitely no game made. So, well, I think they'll probably spend half an hour just going through his snapshots of where he's been to. I would love that. <laughs> I, would, um, I was thinking, what do you think about this for a feature on IGN I was going to do is um, Kojima's top 12 bowls of ramen... He seems to have eased <laughs> off on that, though. Yeah, but there's loads of great ones out there. We could do a list of all the best <laughs> foods Kojima's eaten and what maybe you can or infer Around from the world them. in 80 tweets. Uh, over-analyse the noodles he's been eating. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, probably won't do that. Okay. No. Would you imagine if I got time with it at E3 and I came in with that? <laughs> I think he would maybe. actually like it. He yeah. probably would, because otherwise it's just him like uh, probably being asked about the split with Konami. Uh, obviously, the, the only thing that's kind of doing the rounds at the minute is the soldier skull soldier thing whatever it is the logo slash logo Uh, rumour has it that uh, the dude that's inside is Norman Reedus oh really apparently definitely to work with him it looks a bit like a space jockey Mm. yeah it does it does a lot yeah yeah. Yeah. so um, but you know that uh, studios, miles up, yeah, yeah, exactly. Though. The studio has only been formed for yeah. uh, well a few months. Unless it's a card collecting game, maybe. Ooh. And its whole tour was about getting an engine for a, a game, game, wasn't it? So, but yeah, like, it's that's sweet, days. isn't it? Where you go shopping around <laughs> and he's like looking, <laughs> what you got? You go, it's gonna, Show me your engine. Yeah, so it's like what's it called? Snowdrop. It's going to cost. What do you Ubisoft on? What are you looking for? Um, what's your buns? Yeah, what, what, what are you building? <laughs> Ooh, open world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is for you, mate. <laughs> but I think um, surely Sony will have. Like, they will roll him out whenever they can. <laughs> like a big carpet. Exactly. <laughs> Even if he's got nothing to say. So that's all the press conferences. There is. There's a PC one. Um, well, there's lots of other little bits. I think yeah. Telltale might have a little thing, and like uh, we're showing Mafia some Three, Mafia Three on site, um, which is very exciting. But a few other things that have kind of been, uh, well, one that's been leaked or announced is that new stuff coming to LEGO Dimensions. So Sonic the Hedgehog coming to LEGO Dimensions. Don't care. Yeah. Well, it might be good when someone else little, the That's game. true. That is very I true. Think a little Sonic. I think Sonic, within cool. the context of that game, yeah. might be actually a good Sonic game. All right, then. The Lego characters are always like quite sluggish and slow the way they move around. Well, he won't be. All right, but that's it. That'll <laughs> that, be his. That'll that's difference. his ability. Yeah. Imagine little Doctor Robotnik. That would be cool as well. Or Doctor Eggman. Visually. All right then. Yeah. Uh, visually, but um, <laughs> Goonies. What about the Goonies? I do love the fact that some of these are really. They're coming to Lego Dimensions. Lo- oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I love when that. you look at the licenses you've written down here. Obviously, some to really cater for kids, yeah. and then there's stuff like Goonies, very much like the Ghostbusters yeah. of Back to the Future. It's like yeah, yeah. this is for the dads, yeah, That's or the mums. But like you know, a little chunk or whatever the other <laughs> dude's called. Who's the, the dude with the funny head? Sloth. Sloth. That's it. Thank you. Him. He the dude with the funny head. I, funny I think, eyes, I think Chunk and Sloth are probably definitely the two they're going to go for. Yes. Otherwise, they'd be really generic. Like little. <laughs> is he going to be in his little pirate outfit? Uh, that's there's oh. got to be that version of him, hasn't there? And then 
So Harry Potter, <laughs> you said it, and I, I imagined just... it. I was like, oh yeah, that would be quite good. Good, moving on. Uh, Harry Potter, it's not the uh, Daniel Radcliffe Harry Potter, it's the new one, Fantastic Beasts. Is it? Yeah. Seriously? That, apparently. That's associated with Harry Potter? Yeah. I had no idea. Did you not? No. They're I've never seen that. a Harry Potter film, never watched a single moment of Harry they're, Potter. Like, they're definitely pinning on like people getting in the Harry Potter people for that Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. That's interesting, actually. Not to my bag. Uh, I believe so. Um, but again, but I'm sure they'll go Warner then go back. The yeah, yeah, but that's how you yeah. do that. You do it, you tie it in initially with a new thing, and then you go back and put Harry in. Yeah. And then uh, one for you, Dale, Powerpuff Girls. Awesome. I'm in. I'm sold. And uh, Adventure Time. Adventure Time's good one. Yeah, I've never seen Adventure Time. It's nuts. Right. <laughs> that would be really cool, like, levels as well. Um, I think that was a really cool addition. Yeah. I wonder because Disney now dissolved. It would have been too soon for this E3 or this announcement or this wave. But now that Disney have dissolved Infinity, whether you, in a couple of years you're going to see Gelman. Marvel, yeah. Star Wars, I think absolutely, and just will. Disney in general because they just released the Disney minifigs. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's money right. on the table. Come on, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like it's additional revenue for them, and also like obvious. They could. Everyone could just. They've, they've done a good job in the past of Warner Brothers by alternating between DC and Marvel. Mm. They could do an awesome pack where it's going to be DC versus Marvel, yep. which is something they do occasionally in the comics. Yeah. So whether they just That's go... awesome that Lego get to do all this stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And, and all these franchises. I don't feel like Lego is a safe space for them just to go, well, it's well, different enough. A lot enough of that stuff and it's exists like, in that universe already. Yeah. So. And they're like Lego versions of those characters. It's yep. not like... They may be less precious about it. Yeah. Uh, you wrote down the second one on the list. Yeah, I put Resident Evil 7. Because it's been rumoured for ages. It's been a long time since we've had a core instalment in that series. And I just feel like looking around <coughs> E3 in general, a lot of the games that we know there, it is time of sequels. And I think this could come in this E3 and just own it. it if needs, it is the right pitch for this game. something special. Like, it's one of the biggest series in gaming. Yeah. But in recent years, it's kind of had a bit of a tough time. There's been lots of like, it's also been quite cluttered in recent years because they've had all the kind of spin-offs, yeah. the remasters. Even the main series, though, six was awful. Well, well, six is the like, it's so six is such a weird game. Like, it's literally a series having a massive identity mm. crisis because yeah. it's three different games, and it's made by committee. And it's like, mm. which one of these do you like mm. more? Yeah. And it just didn't. It didn't have a vision for what it wanted to be. When 4 was obviously one of the greatest games yeah, yeah. ever made. So I think what I would hope from this, what I would want as a fan of that series, is something like 4. Not that I want 4, yeah. but just come back. The essence of Yeah, and also like 4 didn't even feel... Yes, there's some Umbrella Corp stuff in there, but it didn't feel like really convoluted. It's you could, very minimal, the Umbrella you, stuff Yeah, you, you could play it as a standalone game, because you're yeah, in this new location. Yeah. And I think either get rid of all the Umbrella Corp stuff, or do a similar approach where you never need to play another yeah. Resident Evil game before yeah. and just get that atmosphere good puzzle good shooting scary enemies that's yeah. what I want <coughs> yeah. I, I totally think they're going to do a reboot by the way and when I say reboot I don't mean recreate the first game I think they're just going to completely scrap Crash everything it. and just use the idea of Resident Evil yeah. so you know I think in, what that signifies mansion, to people scary game yeah but don't it. you I, think that I love Evil Within is doing that now Sorry? Don't you think Evil Within has kind of taken that mantle and running with it? Uh, but there's no reason why they can't both true. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah. like... Yeah, I like the idea of it being one location. Yes. Mm. I really like that. Go, go back to his roots. I mean, the Resident Evil remake was really well-received as well. 
I mean, I, I love that game on GameCube as well, but then the HD one, they're doing two like that, which is, is awesome. But it clearly shows there's an appetite for those sort of games. So just scrap all the crap. Like, I don't want to see Wesker pop up again. Yeah. Just start from scratch. Mm. It's like, there's something about that original, how the mansion starts to like unfold and unlock. Absolutely. And- Early, new mysteries. Yeah, like the yeah. secrets behind the opening, the starting area, and the kind of the Metroidvania yeah. design. And also, like Bloodborne Dark Souls have done that really well recently, where yeah. there's a secret right where you begin. Mm. That's really satisfying. I think they need to modernise some of the puzzle techniques, though. And the shooting and yeah. stuff. Well, I'm not sure about the you're picking up a, a lion coin and putting it into the bookshelf hey, and mate, all that sort of stuff. If I, well, I know, like, whenever I go to kind of um, an ornamental garden or, like, a country house, if there's two statues, I know that they need to be pointing Twist at each statue. other. And that's it. Yeah. And that's how you get out. Yeah. Fight just, just find the emblem. Uh, last game that we've got on our list, uh, and I think this is uh, more wishful thinking than actual reality of it going to be shown, is Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2. Now, Red Dead was a big uh, game of yours. Yeah, uh, I brought, I brought that out. I I, lo- I loved Red Dead Redemption. Yes, I was yes. just before I got my job at IGN. And I played it all summer long because it came Incredible. out literally. I think oh, it yeah. came out the month after Scarlet was born, yeah. which is why I never played it. Yeah, it's so, crazy. You hunt every animal. Yeah, I, I think I yeah I think I did everything. I think there were some rare animals up in the forest, weren't there? Yeah, and there's like um, well, the Bigfoot as well. Was that actually in the game? I can't remember. There was a Bigfoot. Yeah, you could find it. I hope. I've not misremembered that. But yeah, like if you go into the, the forest, it's like you're trying out to do it. Like, did you hunt all of them? Yeah. Did you, did yeah. you get the Bigfoot? No, 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 yeah, no, I did. Yeah, but did you get the rare Bigfoot? You know, I got that. all summer. I wanted well, I'm not sure. I wonder, um, is that maybe just an undead nightmare? It might have been. I can't remember, to be honest. Um, I just remember doing lots of hunting in that game. There's also an undead nightmare. There's also the Chupacabra. Ooh. The mythical animal in Mexico. It's just an incredible game. Yeah. And imagine what that's going to look like now. Like, if you look at GTA V, and that's a good few years ago now. Yeah. But that, I think I was talking to someone about this. Like, GTA looks impressive because you're in a properly busy city. Mm-hmm. How far can they take the plains of the Wild West? Trees. Right. <laughs> Loads of trees. <laughs> tree, better looking trees. Updated tree textures. Unless you went Updated for, uh, sand textures. Like, I don't know, a bit like the hateful eight stuff I, with, like, you know, was, snow and... Yeah. But, but, but that's a thing for me, Red Dead. Sorry. So, no, sorry. I was going to say, like, Red Dead for me, like, yes, the, the character of the city is bustling, but mm. that's just creating an atmosphere. And mm. Red Dead did that in a different way because, mm. like, you're just there with nature and you're, yep. like, riding across landscape at night and it's like you're on your own and it creates atmosphere in different ways. Yeah. And, yeah, it's maybe not a populated, yeah. but... I still think they can well, use that that were populated, though, as well. Obviously not to the level of GTA, but no. it did have a town. It had, you know, Western villages. Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. It had Mexico, which, so, like, visually was so different. And it's so cool, like, when you're, well. like, in the middle of nowhere and you ride up to those places. You do mm. feel like a proper... Like, that proper scene, a classic scene from any cowboy film, when you, like, ride up, you get off your horse, and mm. you walk into town. Like, yeah. did that brilliantly, because yeah. it was all seamless. And you're like, I actually tra- had to travel to get here as well. Yeah. And yeah. they don't know me here, and... Yeah. Oh, I want to go play Red Dead Redemption. Now. Remember when you first get to Mexico and you're trying to music kick? Yeah, it's stuff. one of the best that's moments of any video game. Like, that's so good. People hate the Mexico bit, but I feel like it was slower. It's, yeah, wasn't it? like it felt like it got derailed the story at that point a bit. He kind of lost his way and yeah. he was doing other things. But it's got the best ending of I'd still, maybe any video game I've ever played. That if they did a remaster of that, I'd play that yeah. tomorrow. Did you play it? Uh, I probably haven't got time. I thought it was a big game, right? Yeah, it was yeah. quite big. I don't know. Yeah. I, 
I don't particularly like westerns, though. Well, I don't. Right. I'm not a big western fan. I, I don't think that would matter too much. I, I, I think you would. You just get into it. Like at the end, like you're playing a really good third person. You're basically playing a game that's quite like GTA. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I didn't particularly like Hateful Eight. No, I didn't actually. Okay. I loved Django Unchained. Yeah, that was great. Fun. Hateful Eight yeah. is very slow. It's really slow. It's so self-indulgent. The first half is a tough watch. I felt. Yeah. Like it was so. Like self-indulgent with dialogue as well. So if I know that's Tarantino's thing as well. I know, usually. but like it felt too much. Do with a yeah. bit of an edit. Yeah. Whereas yeah, the yeah. second half I thought was really good. Well, I so, thought it was going to yeah. be more the kind of mystery, like who is it and paranoia, and like it could have just been that. And I think yeah. it would be entire. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, derailed. Anyway, anyway, those are the things that we're kind of expecting to see E3, and also some things we're excited to uh, see when we're out in LA. If we've missed anything, do let us know. Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN dot com. Uh, let's move on to feedback. First bit of feedback here relates to the last week. This is from Sapo for show. Okay. Not his birth name, I guess. For show. Um, he says, Texans call it broccoli. Now, just to clarify, last week, I didn't say that Texans wouldn't call broccoli broccoli, but in Joe's fake clue, I said they'd probably say something like collard greens, <laughs> which might also be incorrect. Anyway, he also said, Creepy Crawler's oven was inedible at first, then they made an edible version. What? Cool. <laughs> I just wanted to read that out because I just know you'd be clueless. Right. Do you remember Creepy Crawlers? No. They're like, you know those little toy ovens that um, stereotypically little girls would get and they bake little cakes in it? No, but go on. You know, like toys for little Easy girls make. and like... Well, they actually worked. No, it was just a light. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. But you can like mix right. stuff in. This was like the boy equivalent and you would make like gross little like right. cakes with like right. cr- creepy crawlies. Okay. Okay. This is from Andrew. Uh, it says, I've started to collect Marvel, Marvel Funko Pops over the last year, which got me thinking. Due to the nature of your job, you must be surrounded by pretty cool things all the time. So I was wondering if it led you into personally collecting anything in the way of memorabilia, collectibles, cool stuff. You've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, too much. Um, it's all that sweet disposable income of, a, I, oh, no, of an unmarried know. man with no children. Um, kids bitter. toys get some kids <laughs> I toys do, I used to collect Mighty Mugs which were the kind of antecedent of Funko Pops like mm. I think I prefer them but they just didn't keep them going like no. Hasbro used to make them and they had the Marvel license and they had the Transformers and Star Wars and the Anna yeah. Jones ones and they were really good and they kind of went I've by the wayside I've got a lot of the Star Wars ones I used mm. to like them um, I do have some Funko Pops but I don't collect them I have quite a lot of Lego minifigs there are so many Funko Pops literally yeah. any kind of like pop culture franchise like anything now is there well the Golden Girls yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what did I see one the other day? And it, w- it was just a man. I can't remember what it was from now. <laughs> just but no, they, they've got a Mike Ehrmantraut one from Breaking Bad. And it's just, just a bold dude. There's Mike. nothing to distinguish yeah. that. It's Mike whatsoever. Um, but it's nothing I collect religiously, like a series I've got every single one of. I just get a lot of different things based around either Marvel, hmm. Star Wars, yeah, same. and some well, Batman and Superman stuff, really. Yeah, I've got well Star Wars Lego, but I don't have it all because I don't. You got have money. Ultimate Collector series? You can have a few of them. Uh, I've only got two. Ah, B Wing and Slave One. Uh, I really wanted the Sandcrawler, but I can't justify two hundred and fifty pounds. I I got a Lego haunted house. I got, oh, I quite like monster things as well. I like all oh, yeah, the old yeah. Universal classic monsters, so Frankenstein, Mummy, Dracula. I've got a lot of that stuff. I've got I've got the Funko Pop of every single classic monster. Yeah, um, nice. at home and a little haunted house to keep them in. Cool, Boba Fett's 
I like yeah. Boba Fett's. Yeah, I'm not a um, massive collectible person. I've got You're not. No. <laughs> no. Well, well, I don't know. Okay, I collect platinum trophies. Let's put it that way. Oh, it's just but the way you were pitching yourself. It sounded like you're not a collectible person. No, oh, no, no. But I don't want to collect do all of me. I think you do well on eBay. Why don't we put you on eBay, see how much we can get for you? Okay. I'm just curious about wanting to know how much I'd go for. Can we do right. that and then What's the price week? Yeah. What's the price of postage and packaging, though? Uh, well, it's up to you. I'm, you I'm heavy goods. Yourself. No, you have to collect. You have to, <laughs> you have to be collected. You have to collect me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's put them on this week. I feel like Rory would fetch a higher price, though. Do you? Yeah, but who, what kind of person? You don't really what know what you're buying. Yeah. But what would he's they like do a, to him? He's like a dodgy Chinese copy, Rory is. You know, he's a little bit unreliable. He's unreliable. Says his boss. So we're at today. We had an email first thing saying... Does anyone want to be the new fire warden for the office because the previous person's left? Yeah. Rory replied. Yeah. Within he, seconds. Within seconds, he wants to. Because I think he I heard don't. about the high-vis tabard. <laughs> I don't want I, him I to... think he probably thinks that he gets to use fire axes and hoses and stuff like that. He said he's an experienced man with fire, and I don't know what he meant by that. What does that, that mean? Exactly. Does he know what it entails? Like he has to, if there's a fire, he has to get us out of the building and take a register. I know. He thinks he gets the snazzy uniform, so it's cosplay sorted. Yeah. Next year, Fireman Sam. So firstly, <laughs> he probably doesn't know where the fire exits are. Secondly, he'll just be like, it's all good. Everyone's it's all good over here. <laughs> Everyone's on fire. Prepare to fry. Gav's burning. <laughs> Beard all seems off. Uh, I've got an email from Anthony Cade who says, here's a little story from when I was a child actor. Uh, I was a kid on a TV show called The Demon Headmaster, among others. I think that's the one that Matt Wales used to go on about. Demon Headmaster? I'm sure it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with the show. Anyway, one of the episodes, I was an extra as a bad student working for The Demon Headmaster. And in between takes, Terence, who was The Demon Headmaster, was such a nice guy and used to talk to all the actors between takes. Being evil had the same evil eye makeup on as him. And he left the set once saying, someone cover up that kid. He is creeping me out. As we were talking, <laughs> and my eyes were freaking him out. Nice. Little freaky eyes. Yeah. So it's, I wasn't on this episode. I assume we asked for stories about being an extra. I think it's because Alicia was an extra on Harry Potter. Ah, right. Was okay. she? I've yeah. not heard that story. Oh, unbelievable. Oh, All right. <laughs> All right. This is another extra story from Rich Jepson. Now, this came in a couple of weeks ago, and I don't think it was read out. But he said back then on the 24th of May, he was getting married on Friday. So could we say hello to my soon-to-be wife, Carol? Hello, Carol. Hello, Carol. Who's now your wife. Um, congratulations on getting married, Rich out. and Carol. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> two weeks in. Awesome. That's awkward. Wait, what? I uh, Rich, they're still on honeymoon. Rich, email us in. Let us know how it's going. Not your honeymoon, just your wedding in general. Um, <laughs> this is a story about him being an extra. So okay. it's a bit of a long story, but I'll get through it. After university, I spent a year working in Vancouver as an extra. This was loads of fun, and I got to work on a bunch of different sets. The two biggest feature films I worked on was The Two Furry and Hot Tub Time Machine. Whilst working on Hot Tub, he's abbreviated it. Uh, nice. Part of the production. I've done this story before. Have you? Yeah. Unbelievable. Right. Well, Rich, you're not getting more <laughs> out of us. Been that's, that. that's the problem. Did we say? Did we say, did we say good luck on his wedding? Can't remember that bit, but I remember the hot tub time machine. So he story. stole his story, but didn't say good luck on his wedding. They might no. have done. It wasn't. I wasn't on it. I wanted uh, to hear the did. story. I can't do it Send again. Send it later. All right. You're on, you're on the mail. It, you're, you're on the mail bike. Right. Oh, this is anti-climax. No, no, no. I, well, Sorry, I've got one last thing. A shout out to uh, Sam Karkik. I think that's how you pronounce your name. But anyway, Sam runs a bar down in Watergate Bay and he gave me free booze. Anyway, it's his birthday next week. So happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Sam. Sam. 
And uh, I think that really is it. So, well, next week, Daniel and I will be in L.A. Sorry, Dale. Uh, all right. I'll be so here. hopefully you can talk about all the cool stuff that really happened at E3 rather than just the stuff that we're thinking will happen at E3. Will do. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We will. Anyway. Bye. Bye. <laughs>